to another episode of the Dre and Davis show. We're yeah, coming man. at you. Dre, what's up, man? Uh, nothing much, man. Just, uh, you know, looking at the trophy case and, and you know, we bagged another win. You know, uh, we had kind of called it beforehand. and It's not arrogant if it's true. You know, we got us a uh, contest win. Um, you know, best rap, the best host dressed as a rap group uh, for a Halloween costume contest. Shout out to Scott Cohen. You know, we went as run DMC. Yeah. Uh, broke them off the old school Adidas, the gold chains, the whole the whole shebang, man. And we also had Aerosmith with us as well. So that is true. Shout out to Lisa Dean, Julia Gardia, uh, Dr. Goldberg, and Miss uh, Karen Jenkins for, for for filling in as a great representation of Aerosmith. Lit it up. And for those listening who don't know what we're talking about, fill them in on what this contest is all about. Oh man. So you you know, for Halloween, like we always do, you dress up and Typically, you have your your usual, you know, your usual ordinary costumes, but we, ghosts, we, you know, ghosts and <laughs> cowboys. Know, yeah, where's Waldo? Yeah. Shout out, shout out to, to Chuck and Chris Ness. But uh, you know, we we got together and you know we got real strategic with it, trying to take it to the next level, like we like we tend to try to do around here. So that's that's what happened, man. That's that's cool. And again, we we blame it on the fact that we're just two cool guys, right? What do you do? I mean, you go old school and mm-hmm. you bring in. Uh, some hip hop and and who better than than Run DMC? Shout out to Jam Master J, right? Absolutely, rest in peace um, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but we had it, man. Absolutely, so, David. What's been going on with you, man? What you want to you know bring to the bus stop this morning? Hey, I have been I've been seeing a lot around campus, and, and I'm gonna start. I, I got to give a shout out uh, to to veterans, man. It is yeah. It's that time of year where we recognize at least once in a year, right? The the efforts of those who fought. Uh, to protect our freedoms, and so Veterans Day is 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 definitely a great time for us to think about those those folks uh, who made the ultimate sacrifice in some cases, and for those who are still around and sharing those stories with us. Veterans Day, man, what's your take on oh, that? Oh, absolutely, yeah. My grandfather was an Army vet. You know, served in uh, I think he served in Korea and Vietnam. Got a Purple Heart. Uh, he was wounded. He survived it, and uh, but he put his life on the line, you know, to uh, give us the freedoms we have. So shout out to all our veterans. I know. Smoky Hill, we got a large, you know, population of, of active uh, duty servicemen and women and, and uh, yeah. folks who are still, uh, you know, putting their life on the line every day for us. So shout out to you and really appreciate all that you do. Yeah. And, you know, it's really cool because uh, if you're if you're in the building, you're lucky enough to see some of the, the military memorabilia that's on display. Again, a shout out to Lisa Dean for, for setting all that up in our in our lobby area here in the building. But. Uh, this year is is just like every other year for those who've had an opportunity to be in the building. Uh, some really, really cool things on display. I get to see, or we get to see, some uniforms from the past, letters written by loved ones, uh, pictures of, of landings in special places and jumping out of planes and all kinds of cool things. Absolutely. I want to use this opportunity too to also plug another resource we have in our building uh, relative to veterans. So uh, Ms. DL, uh, we have our own um, counselor who works with students of families who are active service members and who also are on uh, active duty um, and, and formerly active duty uh, to provide any type of resources or supports that those students may need. Please make sure you go down or get in contact with Ms. DL through Mental Health Services. She is here for you. Yeah, that, that absolutely a, a vital part of what we do here at Smokey. Uh, again, going back to the display, it was really cool because I got to see for the first time the names 
and some pictures of former students who are now serving or have served in our armed forces. Uh, so there's a cool list up on the wall that, that kind of gives the name of the student, the year in which they, they joined the military, what branch they're in, uh, and, and just, it, it gives you the feels, man. It absolutely. really does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm gonna give a shout out to some folks who over the last couple of years, we can go back to, to this, this list I've got in front of me goes back to 1978. Wow. I remember those folks probably aren't still serving, mm -hmm. but when they left Smoky Hill as a high school grad, they, they enlisted in, in the military. So as I look at some of these names from even 2017, Desiree Thomas and Travis Williams and, yeah. and Stephen Dante, uh, you know, some of the last names on the list uh, include Josh Hamilton and Marco Paul, uh, uh, Aaron Kim. Pick your branch. They are all representing or have represented our country uh, with their service. So shout out to all of those Smoky Hill High School grads who decided that, you know what, let me step in and, and let me serve my country. Indeed, yes sir. Mr. Davis, I also heard you, uh, you're voicing, or you were the voice of our, our recent uh, uh, Veterans Day football game. You know, talk a little bit about what you saw there. Man, okay, so this, I don't even know where to start. Uh, final score of the game, let me just get that out of the way, was 49 to 39. It was it was throw the ball, run under it, and score a touchdown was kind of what our game plan was. <laughs> that usually work. You're a that football guy. That, 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 you know, registers some success every now and then. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we just have some, some kids who just – they know how to play football. I, I don't know what else to say. They just know how to play football. Yeah. Uh, and when it looked like they might – tie the game up uh they're playing overland right and so when it looked like overland might tie the game up our kids man they just they just put it in another gear and said no 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 not tonight this yeah. is our thing indeed uh, and that transferred also over to the uh the jv game as well i got the opportunity to go see jv on uh on the saturday uh after the uh the varsity game and same thing you know jv they, they came out you know, showed up. It was a beautiful day in November, almost 80 degrees in November. Which oh, is, yeah. I thought I was back home in Houston for a quick <laughs> second, man. But, uh, you know, they, they came out. You know, they were physical. They, uh, you know, established just, just dominance on the, on the field that day. And, you know, shout out to the JV team, uh, the coaches, the parents who came out that day as well. Really appreciate all your support. Well, yeah. So, so a great week. Uh, here at the Hill, man, and, and some good stuff going on. And we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things today. We're going to start out with our morning announcements. And Dre, what do you got? Oh, man, first one, I just want to give a, a shout out and some recognition to Miss Katie Taylor, um, one of our psychology teachers here at Smoky Hill High School. And this is the reason why. So this probably was the best week also to have a, a fun distraction for our staff uh, just due to a lot of things going on relative to the election process and remote learning being, you know, on the, the forefront of coming. You know, Katie Taylor organized the biggest clue game that you can think of. And for those students who don't play board games and are relegated only to Fortnite, <laughs> Clue is an actual board game that was developed by Parker Brothers. And the objective of the game was to guess who killed a particular character in a particular location with a particular weapon. So Katie Taylor sat down, organized this whole process for our staff to compete and participate in. And I got to see some 
the dark side of some of our staff members yeah, here. They I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put names out there. You know who you are, but well, we got some competitive <laughs> people on this staff. Um, yours truly, you know, Mr. Bala. Uh, I was unfortunately uh, assassinated by Miss um, Chow DiMatteo. Um, and let me tell you how she got me. She knows my weakness is food. So she made a peanut butter oh, silk pie. <laughs> and it was just as gorgeous as gorgeous can be. And she lured me over to the counseling office and she hadn't cut the pie yet. And she was about to cut the pie, turn around, and I literally get stabbed in the back. Oh man. With the pencil in the counseling office. Uh, done by Miss DiMatteo. Um, but the, the death was sweet. I got to indulge in some pie, um, but nonetheless, she got me. And I know a lot of you staff members out there, you got some phenomenal stories about how you got someone and someone got you. Uh, but a big, big shout out to Katie Taylor. That came at the most perfect time in this building. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was cool. That, and, and you know what? As we go to remote learning, guess who's still alive? That be you? That, that's me. That's oh, me. Man. And you know how you stay alive is you lay low. I mean, you don't have a problem with that at all. Did you lay underneath like a, you know, a door or a, you know, okay. a crumb, a rock? All right. So you got your short <laughs> jokes. All right. Okay. Just, Andre, you know. Like, okay. All right. <laughs> aerodynamics. Fine. Aerodynamics. Fine. Yes. Lay low. <laughs> yes. All right. Thought that was a, just as good as a baby gap joke, but all right. So, you know, we let's talk about something else now, right? What's on uh, your mind? What's on your mind? Guys? You know, it, it's really cool. We have we got to talk about some of the kids in, in the hallways here, and, oh, yeah. and you know, I want to give a shout out to to a student who I am getting to know over this process. Uh, he his name is Devin Walton, and he is in our student government program here. And just an amazing young man. We're going to have him on the show, hopefully down the road. But uh, like I've said in previous episodes, I know he wants to be a professional speaker, motivational speaker at some point. And, mm. and that's the kind of kid that we have in the hallways here at Smokey, where they, kids are really thinking about the good they can do in this world. So, you know, with, with, with Devin as an example, uh, oh, look, if you're listening to this show, um, think about that kind of kid all over our hallways. And so shout out to Devin um, for really just laying it out there for us. Shout out, D. I want to give, I, I talk her up a lot on this show, and I'm, I'm calling her out on, on purpose because I definitely want her to be a participant in this show. Uh, Ms. Brandy, Yanya, like you, you just continue to do great things with our school. I got the opportunity to see you do a presentation about value and worth relative to the experience as a black woman and the narrative of um, the the group who may be marginalized. Uh, Mr. Adrian Hogan got an opportunity. He shared that with me. I saw that video. Very powerful, very impactful. Continue to do great things. Um, and I want to continue to encourage you to do great things when it comes to equity, when it comes to equality, when it comes to being valued in your skin and also making sure our students have an inclusive experience here at Smoky Hill High School. Shout out to Brandy once again. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give a, a shout out to, to Sophia Cup. Sophia uh, approached me in the hallway after our first episode dropped and said, look, I wanna be on your show. Mm. And, and this is a kid who represents all things Smoky Hill, whether it's as an athlete, as a student, 
as, as a spectator, just all around awesome kid. And, and now that we're going remote, it's going to be a little tougher, but we're going to try and bring her in through some version uh, of a remote interview. But she has got to be on our show because I think when kids think about what it means to be a student in high school, uh, this is a kid who, who, who brings it. She embodies that. Shout out, Sophia. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing you on the show. Yeah, we're going to make that happen. Well, today we're going to talk about a, a few things. We've got to talk about going remote. Mm. We mentioned that, right? So uh, later on in the episode, we're going to share some, some thoughts with, with our listeners about what it means to go remote in the Cherry Creek School District. We're going to share some resources, talk about some things students should think about, share where our staff members are, yeah. uh, and really hope to set you up for some success over these next couple of weeks. Absolutely. We want to dig in first and foremost into, you know, the big elephant in the room over the last few weeks, you know, the election process, right? So yeah. we want to start our conversation in first period about the election process. We want to talk about it at the grand scale nationally. And we also want to bring you back locally uh, relative to the state elections and also some important uh, local elections that had a profound impact on Smoky Hill High School and Cherry Creek Schools as a, as a, as a whole. So. You know, first we want to talk about the the national election, right? Whew. Biden, yeah, Trump, okay. Kanye, yeah. right? Kanye got votes Kanye in Colorado. Got votes, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Jesus, Jesus got some love. Yes, man. he did. He got yes, followers, he did. Man. Uh, so, up and down the ballot. Absolutely, man. So going into the election, you know, it was already kind of discussed and 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 you know projected that this was going to be a very contentious, very tight uh, election uh, with a lot of emotionality connections to it. Uh, no matter what side you know you were you were voting on, yeah. And um, lo and behold, it happened, right? We didn't get in any uh, winner of this election for almost a week, you know. And so, for me personally, one thing I will take away from this election: the number of people who came out to vote, Davis. They're talking yeah. about in the hundreds of millions who came out yeah. to vote, who represented democracy, who represented, you know, their viewpoint on you know, where, who they choose as a leader, you know, for this country. That to me stood out quite a bit. And it was everybody, black folks, white folks, Latinx, men, women, yeah. you know, it yeah. was, it was across the board, you know, so it was really good to see democracy take place um, from the perspective of, you know, I was raised as one of those kids growing up that my vote may not matter, you know, just due yeah. to some of the historical things that have happened, you know, over the course of the, you know, inception of this country relative to the black vote. And uh, to get phone calls from my friends and from my family members questioning me on did I vote or not, when those are the same people who 20 years ago were like, oh man, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great to not see, what we do. great to see that that, that, that happened. What well, about you, David? You know, that, it, it's interesting because, you know, for the first time in history, you're going to have and again, the votes aren't all counted, right? Every state hasn't certified at this point. And so we might see some recounts and all that other stuff go down, right? But from what we see uh, today, to know that 70, I think it was 71 million people voted for Trump, 76 million people voted for Biden. And again, those results aren't final, but that's a lot of people. Lot We're of people. talking about the people, not the results. Yep. Right. And so for the first time in history to have that many people vote for either candidate mm -hmm. says we are engaged in this process now as a country 
like no other. Absolutely. Man, that's crazy. Really good to see that. You know? yeah. So so obviously that's on a national level. And again, as we are recording this podcast, um, there has been a winner declared, you know, President-elect Biden was declared the winner. Yeah. However, they're still counting votes. Yeah. You know, so Georgia hasn't declared yet. Um, I want to say North Carolina, yeah. I think, hasn't declared yet, yeah. nor has Nevada. So um, it's a historical thing. Um, again, the reactions are, are across the board, sadness to extreme joy. Um, we want to make sure that we also respect people's perspectives and respect yeah. people's views. We may not necessarily agree or disagree, but I think in this country, we can, you know, be respectful of each other's positions and stances. And, and that's the great part of the process. Absolutely. Right? If we're doing it right, we're able to talk about it, uh, come down uh, and, and agree to disagree. Right? Absolutely. And still, and still be Americans. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So, so that's at the national level. Um, so at the state level, you know, wow, there's a lot of ballots. There's a lot of things to vote for. Okay, let me tell you this. One thing that I heard, Dre, was that in Colorado, something like 80% of eligible voters in our state turned out. Wow. 80%. 80%. That's huge, man. You know, so that's, again, just a testament to, to people really getting up and wanting to, have a, wanting to have a voice in this democratic process, you know. You know, but everything was on the ballot in Colorado. Uh, personally, it took me almost two and a half hours for me to complete my ballot. I had to do some research. I had to phone a friend, get a lifeline, you know, and, you know, all kinds of stuff, man. They got websites now dedicated to making sure you know exactly what the ballot that you're voting for is about, background information, yeah. you know, the whole, you know, the whole shebang, man. So, um, you know, one thing that I want to really address, though, relative to our state uh, election was the Gallagher Amendment, right? Amendment B. Yeah. Amendment B, right? And um, when it was all said and done, uh, the folks of Colorado voted yes. Um, and there's a, it's a kind of a complicated uh, initiative, but it basically the yes vote means that we get more funding for school. <laughs> Thank you, voters. We, we appreciate that. Yeah. Know? So um, that, that's an important thing. You know, and talking about funding for education and talking about money, going, to, going into our local elections, there's a couple of huge ballots up for, uh, for, um, for question within our own school district. 4A4B. 4A4B. I know you guys saw the signs in the yards and you know, people had stuff, you know, spray painted on their car about yeah. it. And yeah. it was it was a pretty big deal. Um, you know, 4A, you know, both 4A and 4B passed. Um, Thank you, voters. Absolutely. You know, but but what does that mean relative to a yes on the 4A, 4B, Davis? Well, if, you know, 4A, first of all, both were an effort to, to fund schools in the Cherry Creek District, right? Individual schools in the district itself. And so 4A uh, was about operating revenue, you know, mm -hmm. the ability to hire staff members, teachers, administrators, et cetera. Uh, and 4B was about, was about buildings, mm -hmm. right? And, and being able to maintain and repair uh, buildings. And so there are some things that, that the district has looked at and said, you know, specifically, we need to be about these things. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's the, the great part of, of it being 4A and 4B. We're able to separate those two, right? So did the community want to allow Cherry Creek School District to hire more people? Yes. Yes. Uh, did the community want the district to be able to renovate buildings where needed or build maybe a new elementary school mm -hmm. or high school somewhere 
on the district uh, in the district boundaries and they said yes, yes uh, and how important is that to maintaining your property values mm -hmm. uh, and and all the other services and businesses that want to be part of your community remember Schools are the, the heartbeat of a community. That's right. In our district, uh, the folks in our district have said they understand that. So thank you mm -hmm. to all. Absolutely. You know, and, and going back to our first episode, when we, when we highlighted some of the really cool programs and, and opportunities for our students, we can't do that without money. Yeah, right. So right. we appreciate y'all for, for letting the bread come on in. <laughs> uh, Mr. Davis and I have jobs, as far as we know. Um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because, um, you know, money isn't everything, but, you know, I can only eat off of so much charm and personality. Th that's true. So you're, you're hungry right now. I get it. <laughs> always. Uh, uh, always. So, yes, again, can't say enough about our, our, uh, our voters. So, hey, it is, it is lunchtime. Time Let's to head in to the cafeteria we go. What's on our menu today? Man, yeah. today we are talking about, we're going to stay with politics, but we're going to talk about some things that I know are important to you. Mm. Music, movies, and books. That's my, that's my right? lifeline, man. But let's give them a spin. Let's give them a, a, a political spin. Politics is the name of the game in this, uh, in this lunchroom today. So how do you feel? Oh, man. Relative to just music, or yeah, man. man. So, so I, I think about. So, I want to start with political music, right? The first political statement I remember hearing from an artist in a song was James Brown, "Say It Loud and Black and I'm Brown," right? So that was my dad. You know, when we went from being Negroes to being black, being black wasn't necessarily a positive connotation to tell. Uh, 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 African American person back in the day, you could you could you could see some fist flying if you was mm. you was called black. However, James Brown flipped the script and yeah. said black is beautiful. And you know you can go Google that song, YouTube that song, listen to it if you never heard it before. Great song. For me, more relative, right? Rap, you know, is is in my soul. So yeah. the first group that I can remember, or the first song I can remember, really referencing some political stuff. There's two of them that come to mind for me. Um, first was pretty controversial, F the Police by, by NWA. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna recount any lyrics in that song due to the fact that I love my job. So I'm not gonna say anything okay. on that. Okay. However, the other one too being uh, Public Enemy, Fight the Power. Oh yeah, and, yes. And for those of you who have never seen the movie, please go back and watch Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Uh, circa 1989, I think uh, Davis was working on his PhD, I think, at that year. Oh, yeah. But, um, you were eating baby food that year, weren't you? Barely, yes. <laughs> barely, <laughs> barely, yes. But, but public, enemy, <laughs> public enemy for me, they get it done, man. They, 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 they spoke truth to power back in the late 80s. A lot of things going on politically, socially, racially at that time as well. Um, just some great political protest music. Well, Davis, what about yeah, you? and you know, I mean, there there would be people that you know, if we had, if if this was a call-in show, they they mentioned Neil Young and mm -hmm. and Bruce Springsteen mm -hmm. and and all of these other artists. Uh, you can go back to John Lennon mm -hmm. and, and and even further back for sure, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, as long as we've had conflict and and uh, music, the two have somehow crossed, right? Absolutely. But for us, we're talking about you and I, right? Yeah. Um, you know, for me. I can remember early on Marvin Gaye. Mm. What's going on? Mm. Brother, brother. Ooh. 
Ouch. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Sorry, Marvin. Uh, Ma so Marvin Gaye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can remember uh, Get Up, Stand Up. Mm, right. Marley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and and songs that just you know your parents would play over and over. And I didn't get the war part until later on for sure. But the music was was music that made you just listen. Yeah. Right. And you and you heard the words. And I think that's. That's uh, what's what's happening today as we hear some some music from folks today. Mm -hmm. uh, you remember War? Oh yeah. I mean, kids would probably know it from Rush Hour, right? right. Mm -hmm. uh, Jackie Chan and, and Chris Tucker doing their thing, but but mm -hmm. for, for more folks than than not, I think that's Edwin Starr. Yeah, Edwin Starr. I think mm -hmm. so now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Yeah. So there there are all kinds of songs out there mm -hmm. that that have us thinking about. You remember uh, Sam Cooke? Change is coming. Yeah. Or change is gonna come. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you just remember those songs uh, from a time gone by, but man, now there are new songs. And I, I, I'm with you. I was, yeah, I was a little older. How old? How much older am I than you? Just you a day, mean? two weeks. If if you do biblical two weeks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't expect oh, that. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just a minute, right? That was that was mean. I'm that, sorry. that was mean. That was mean. But I was a little bit older than you. Um, I probably would have been driving you to school before I drove myself to school True that, that year. True but yeah, I remember the same songs you do. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was Chuck D and and you know uh, Grandmaster Flash. All those folks were talking mm -hmm. about conflict. And, yeah, Flash. like man, just the, so the much message. going on. Yeah. yeah, the message, man. You talk about conscious rap. I know everybody's doing it now. But man, if you can go back and listen to. Uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, the message, and that was the 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 foundational song. I think when you when you talk about political rap, yeah, you know, don't push me because I'm close to the edge, and it's been yeah. referenced, you know, by Ice Cube, by P Diddy, countless artists. You know, that's a seminal song in, in the rap canon. You know, and so if if you haven't heard it before, I suggest you again go back and YouTube it, check it out. Video kind of holds up the outfits not so much oh uh, you yeah. see what i mean hey. when you watch it um, full-on v-neck yeah man. leather bodysuit will <laughs> hold up <laughs> v-neck bodysuit uh, leather leather rompers you know what i'm saying but uh yeah man but the song the song holds up man this is a great one we got some we got some uh some pretty conscious rappers too man in this day and age you know the kids are listening to you know a lot Ooh. of good songs about the, you know the baby and ti and a lot of albums that they kind of are referencing the, you know, the, the trials and tribulations of, of 2020. Um, you know, so shout out to the new school artists as well. You know, on the, on the side, I have to pull Davis to the side and kind of help him understand who some of these people oh, may be. Um, but they, they mean something to the culture too, man. So students as well, if you want to, you know, put us on game relative to some political rap or some political music you're listening to, and I know we were pretty heavy R&B and rap, um, you know, with this one, but if you got some, some some suggestions or some hey Davis Bali I need to you know listen to this one you know let us know man we, we would love yeah, to indulge is. in what you're indulging in yeah and and the first one of you that comes and tells me that Lizzo dropped something I'm out man <laughs> but I, I hear you you know and remember when we talk about political music it's social injustice mm -hmm. it's war it's crime and poverty it's all those things that that really move people in in a, in a in a way that you know 
pop doesn't do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Michael Jackson's got some great stuff, but you know, when you when you hear "Man in the Mirror" and you see that video, for example, you're in a different place. Yeah, or they don't really care about us, and yeah, and then those of that nature. Yeah, absolutely. we are the world. Yeah. Do you remember Live Aid and some of the the, mm -hmm. the artists from back in the '80s and, and early '90s that that sang for a cause, mm -hmm. right? Um, to raise money for something or to let you know that something was happening and you needed to stand up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, some great stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some political icons, man. Mm -hmm. History is full of individuals who stood up. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Few of them, I mean, I'm just, whew, boy. I mean, and, and, and just to, and not to minimize the impact of a Martin Luther King or a Malcolm X or a, a Frederick Douglass, we know those are your, your standard, your standard ordinary, yes. the ones that you learn about, hear about, you know, but there's some, you know, the Nat Turners of the world, the Dalai Lamas of the world, Lamas, Margaret the, Thatcher, yeah, some would say, yeah. Abe Lincoln, Julio Cesar Chavez. Yeah, Haile Selassie. I mean, they're just names that just come out, mm -hmm. right? Che Guevara yeah. and, and just, you could go on and on with, with names of individuals who stood up. Yeah. Uh, and, and to some extent, that's what we're asking kids to do here. So that's cool, right? Yeah. Stand up for what you believe. A lot of role models, you know, you know, present day. I know we just lost, uh, you know, our Supreme Court justice, you know, you know, Miss uh, Ginsburg. And, yeah. You know, we got AOC out there, you know, standing up for, for the Latinx women, but just women in general. Yeah. You know, um, so it's, it's just there's a landscape full of these political activists. We have some some budding political activists in our own building, um, you know, and it's just great to see that voice and, and, and feel that energy, you know, just, just kind of be cast upon us and, and really move us into the direction we need to go in as not just a school, but also as a state and as a country. It's crazy, man, because, you know, when I, when I, when I saw that uh, WNBA uh, superstars we're taking the season off to go work on social causes. I was like, okay, that's, you know, NBA oh, yeah. stars. I said, no, I'm out this year. I got something to work on. Mm -hmm. Football players who are like, look, there's something bigger than me in this world. I'm like, man, that's, that's big, that's right? Because we've said money is everything in our culture sometimes, but there are people who would say, man, Mm -hmm. Nope, got something bigger. So that's much, cool. Much respect, man. Yeah. Sincerely. Uh, how about movies, man? Tell me, give, give me a couple of your movies that just, as we think about politics, like, yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I touched on Do the Right Thing by Spike Lee yep. as more of a um, social justice, uh, obviously dealing with racism and, you know, how different perspectives contribute to different social problems. Um, that's a great movie for me. That was one of the first movies that. I watched at a young age and I just felt moved um, at the end of that movie. You know, it's it a very emotional, um, but a great movie that, that Spike Lee did. Spike Lee's done quite a few movies actually that I just always go back to as a, you know, a phenomenal reference for how to make a political activism type of movie. You know, he's got Black Klansmen, he's got, you know, Malcolm X, he's got, you know, get on the bus. He's got a whole canon full of these types of movies that really make you think about what's really going on. You know, how does each side or how do how does one group contribute to what's going on and how to fix it? You know, that's yeah, much yeah. respect for Spike. Yeah. I mean, and there are other movies, too. And again, this is where you're a little younger. <laughs> right. But I can remember JFK uh, way back in the early 90s was mm. was 
man, that was a good one. All the President's Men was a film that I remember watching in high school. Um, I know that's going to date me, but wow, that was such a good movie around uh, Nixon and Watergate. Uh, 13 Days is another great one. Good Night and Good Luck. Mm. So there are all kinds of movies out there that, that really have individuals uh, or that, t- that tell the story of, of some of our political leaders and maybe their downfall or the rise because of decisions they had to make in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Um, so man. There's some stuff out there now that's hot. You know, for me, one of the, one of the most, one of the best movies I've seen most recently um, in any, any, any form of a movie, this was actually a documentary. It's called 13th. And it's on yeah, Netflix yeah, right now. Yeah. And, it's, and, it, and it talks about the 13th Amendment um, and its impact on African-American men and also our, our jail system. Um, I don't want to give too many spoilers to it if you haven't seen it. Just a powerful piece, well done. Really gives you some insight and perspective on, on what's really going on relative to um, mass incarceration and you know, this impact on the black community and his impact on the entire country. Yeah. Great, great movie to kind of take a look at and watch there. Yeah. You know, Snowden was pretty good. Selma was interesting mm-hmm. for sure. And and one of my favorites uh, was The Last King of Scotland. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. And, and Forrest, you know, I had an opportunity to hear him speak uh, up close and in person one time. And, and man, you got it. Yeah, Yeah. so just good stuff out there. I encourage our listeners, because this is November, it is election season, to take a minute when you've got some free time and catch up on a great political thriller, listen to some of the music that we've talked about, or or, uh, grab a book and Mm -hmm. and enjoy that. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely, man. So got our final burps in, you know what I'm saying, washing it down with a nice cold Dr. Pepper, you know what I'm saying? It looks like the lunch bill is rung, so... Transition now over to our last period of the day. And obviously, you know, by the time you guys are hearing this, the announcement has been made within Cherry Creek School District that we're going for remote learning uh, once again. Um, You know, I I got quite a a few feelings about it. You know, I I love being around students. I love being around our staff. Um, I love just personal interaction, uh, not using a computer screen. And so... um, you know, but unfortunately, that's where we're at. You know, we got to keep each other safe. You know, the the uh, virus cases have gone up. Um, we got to protect each other. So with that, we got to go home and, and 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 do some learning and teaching. You know, in the comfort of our home office, as we may possibly sit in pajamas. I don't I don't know. Really, really tough. <laughs> you know, I I man, I'm so thankful for the the 10, 11 weeks that we did get to be together yeah. with students and really you know, form some relationships and, and have some conversations face to face and really get to know kids before we now get back to uh, the, the screen time. Uh, but it's coming in a different way than it did last semester, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got, you know, we got a leg up on it this time. You know, when we went out in March, we had no idea what the virus could do, how to stop it, you know, how to even really do remote learning on a large scale. Got that experience under our belts as as both you know staff members and community members, and I think we can provide a better service and a, and a better um, experience for our students this time. However, we know it's not better than the real thing. True. Know? Yeah. And so, for us, for our students out there who are listening, you know, why is it so important for you to remain engaged? Right. You know, obviously with it being high school and you know graduation being determined 
based on the number of credits, right? Completing these courses and, and getting these classes done and passing these classes are really, they're putting you in a position to graduate. Um, there won't be a hold harmless grading process this time around, meaning that you're going to earn the grade that you earn. Yeah. So if you fall off the map, we don't hear from you. You know, the grade that you have is going to stand up. Um, that's why it's really also important too, you know, and a lot of our students are experiencing this. We have kids who work. We have kids who have to babysit, kids who are taking care of family responsibilities. And it may not be um, possible sometimes for our students to get in and do this synchronous learning piece. However, students, what we ask of you is get in touch with your teachers. If you're missing school for whatever reason, make sure you don't fall behind in these classes. And the communication between you and that teacher is so important to stay connected. You know, on a, on a smaller scale, probably a larger scale, you know, I, I want us to make sure that, that we remind students about why uh, a high school diploma is so important in, in, in our country, right? I mean, yeah. you know, the, the potential earnings for a student with a high school diploma versus one without, that comes to mind. Your ability to really uh, live the life that you want to live. Remember, we're not talking about what you want to be when you grow up. We're talking about how you want to live, right? right? And, and it starts with, with a high school diploma. You know, the, the military is looking for that. Colleges, if you're enrolling, are looking for that. Most employers ask you about that. And so, you know, while yes, there is the immediacy of what we've got going on in our life, there's also the long-term future. We want all of our students to be able to think about and a high school diploma uh, is, is a key to that. Yes, it is indeed, you know. So, so Davis, as you were talking, I was just thinking about this question, you know, if, if, if you were to be in this situation as, you know, teenage Davis, right? Yeah. Um, what, summer of 71, oh, is that what you tell me? Whatever. Oh, man, I wasn't gonna, Whatever, man. Was that the summer of love or was that? <laughs> 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 anyway, um, you know, what, how would you, what type of supports would you need and who would you consider to be your support system in this remote learning phase? Man, this is, you know, that's why I'm thankful for technology uh, for our kids today. Uh, you know, for me, I would, I would have first been looking at, at home, you know, who mm -hmm. I have in my house since that's where I'm going to be that I can reach out to and, and have, you know, conversations that are, that are important or just, you know, a listening ear maybe, um, and so, man, moms would have been, would have been huge. My, my brother would have been huge to have to just say, I'm tired, yeah. uh, to just say, wow, I got an A on the test, you know, whatever it might've been. But, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm looking as a teacher now, I think about kids who need the support of what we provide, which is a caring environment that challenges kids to be their very best. Yeah. And so a teacher or other adult outside the house that you can rely on to kind of help you. Uh, and I hope that all of our students feel like they have at least one of those individuals uh, that they can reach out to, whether it's through email or, uh, you know, a, a, a like on, on Twitter or, or yeah. something like that. Just something that says, you know, I'm still here. I'm yeah. out here. I, I hear you. I see you. I'm laughing with you at your jokes or whatever it might be. Yeah, it's very important. It goes a long way. You know, you know for me, you know, kind of, um, kind of, you know, standing on top of what you were saying earlier about what support looks like, you know, my family, my friends probably would have been more so yeah. because we're both in the struggle together. Yeah. Right. 
So leaning on them would have been really important for me. Um, and, and maybe, you know, they might have kicked me a couple answers here and there. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, besides the point. Oh, However, man. you know, that, that's it. but this is real, though. You know, our, our kids, I think, really lean on each other for that peer-to-peer support. Yeah. Um, and this time around, as we record this podcast, you know, the state isn't shut down um, yet, maybe. But nonetheless, right, right. I know people are still gathering. You know, I ask you, make sure if you gather, gather in small groups, keep your masks on, wash your hands, practice social distancing as best as possible. You know, but I know some of our kids are going to go hang out at Starbucks and go get the, you'll use the Wi-Fi at Starbucks while they drink a chai latte with honeysuckle trim and whatever, however you order a chai latte over at, at Starbucks. I don't know. I got nothing, man. But I know our kids are going to be, <laughs> I know our kids are going to be leaning into those type of opportunities to really get support from their own peers, you know, and those kids who are, you know, getting cabin fever or those kids who have some anxiety levels that are kind of going through the roof based on some of the things that are going on in your personal life or, or even your scholastic life, make sure you're reaching out to your counselors, to your mental health people, to your teachers, you know, to, you know, professionals really to help you navigate through the emotions and the feelings that you're experiencing. Well, and, and, you know, again, shout out to Cherry Creek School District because uh, the district has given teachers a couple of days to get ready for all this. And man, I've got to tell our listeners that teachers and other staff members have been working hard. Yes. We've been checking out computers to kids who don't have computers at home. We've been making sure that they have uh, the resources that they need. Teachers have been planning lessons and working with other staff members to make sure that, that we are giving kids the very best education we can give them uh, in spite of the circumstance. And so I want to give a shout out to, to Smoky Hill High School teachers and staff members. Great job by, by all those folks uh, to make this remote learning happen, to be the very best we can be for kids over the next, what we hope is just a couple of weeks away from you. Yes, we got to get back in person some, some, some form or fashion. You know, also too, as a student, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you don't know where to start where it comes to, you know, what resources or supports are out there for me in the community, you know, uh, the Cherry Creek Schools website um, has done a really good job of just pinpointing some things for students and families to access, whether it be free meals, right? Whether it be mental health and wellness, whether it be getting a COVID test, you know, frequently asked questions that may come across in your head as we're in this remote learning phase. You know, the district website would be a great place to just kind of start, build some foundational or become aware of some foundational resources and supports that are available to you. Yeah, you know, again, we've laid it all out. And the one thing that we know is that people sometimes might not know where to find things. We're telling you where to find things. And, and I would hope that as people are, are remote, uh, that they're checking in. Yeah. yeah. Check in with a friend, check in with a family member, but check in. Make sure people know where you are uh, emotionally. Uh, make sure they know where you are academically. Yeah. Uh, just make sure that, that people see you. Absolutely. Right? And again, that synchronous learning piece, again, if you're a student out there and you got responsibilities and things happening, please, please, please enforce and stress the importance of your parents calling in, touching base with the school, letting us know what's going on and where you're at, right? You know, the attendance line um, for our parents out there who are listening is 720-886-5450. So please, I want to emphasize again, 
you know, if you have to excuse your child from synchronous learning, please do so. Yep, and that comes from a lot of perspectives, right? As administrators in this building, as parents of our own children, and just really wanting the best for the students here at Smoky Hill High School, we encourage you to make sure that you reach out. Absolutely, indeed. So, hey, uh, this is, it, it's time to wrap it up. Is it? It's already time, man. Oh, man. Time, bus, bus pulling up to go? Time goes fast. For you, man, I'm driving. You're driving? Yeah. Okay. Still taking you, the bus. Huh? You, need a, you, need a boost, you need a boost to get into your front seat? Or, I know, you know. Is that I'm how saying, we're going to go? I'm just saying, man. Is that where we're at? Make sure both the straps are on this on the booster chair as well. Okay. Safety, right. safety provision. And make sure. Okay. No, I, I got nothing. I'm, you know, I'm going to just let you be the guy that, that clowns me. All right. But that's okay because somehow it's going to come back on you. If you it are listening, does. here is his home phone. No, I'm just joking. Man. Everybody be texting the jokes. No. Oh, well, yeah. No, those aren't our listeners. Our listeners, no, they'll, they'll, they'll take care of me, right? Uh, Okay, so that's our show, man. What do we have to look forward to in the coming weeks? So, again, you know, we're, we're going into Thanksgiving, you know, Dre's favorite holiday, and I, we can do a whole five-hour podcast on just turkey and ham. We're not going to subject you to that, but we're going to touch base about Thanksgiving. We're going to, you know, obviously get some students on board, you know, so you guys can hear some different voices and different perspectives from our community, from the kids who actually walk these hallways. You know, obviously the weather's changing. I'm a Texan. Cold weather plus Houston just doesn't exist. Get so ready, I, I'm man. in my feelings about that. Get ready. You know, well, we got tons of content, tons of things to talk about, things to definitely share with you, and we're definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, and we're going to continue while, while our students are remote, we're going to continue to produce episode after episode. So, yeah, we want you to, to continue listening. Make sure you follow us on, on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Anchor FM uh, and tell a friend. Yes. Right? Uh, the more the merrier. And like uh, Dre says, we are going to get some, some student voices on here uh, as soon as we work out what that looks like because we're remote, but we're excited about that part. We're going to get it done. Yeah. We got the holidays coming up, right? You mentioned Thanksgiving. What are you looking forward to? Oh, man. Um, what am I not looking forward to? I okay. It's going to be a shorter list. Let's actually. talk about the table. <laughs> What's on the table that you're looking forward oh, to? Oh, man. So, you know, I got a deep fried turkey. I know that goes against cholesterol's uh, beliefs, but oh, deep fried turkey is good for the soul. Um, <laughs> for my soul in particular, I'm a ham dude. You know, you don't have to eat ham. Ham is a to. different holiday, man. Hey, man, it's on the table at the Bala House. You know, I, green bean casserole, greens, sweet potatoes, yams. Uh, defibrillator, like yeah, what? What? Man. What are we missing, man? Oh man, they don't even don't get me started on dessert. You know what I'm saying? You know, child killed me with the dessert and clues, so. You can yeah. imagine how I get down at the crib. Sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie, socket to me cake. Socket to me I cake. Mean, just, okay. That's, that's a, okay. That's a, that's a Texas thing. Man. All right. You know, it's, just, it's, it's just, you know, the soul is smiling. The, the, the tummy might not be too happy with me. The cholesterol is like, what are you doing? But it's, 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 it's how I get down. Okay. Right? I had no idea what I'm doing, but now I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> at your place for some socket to me cake come on up man okay come and on up can i just get that at king supers and stay home you could you oh, could. it ain't well, gonna taste as good but you know it's, it's, it's like it's like king supers donuts man they're good but they ain't shipless all right we got to get out of here man <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna be mad at us so you are listening to the dre and Dave show 
as we drop episodes every week from now to the end of the year and beyond. So stay tuned. Again, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, that's where you can find us. And stay safe. We are out. Peace out.